gods. And, and here I want to pause for a moment and challenge you to say, make sure you, whatever you do, you live right before God. Do not play around with sin. Do not, do not allow yourself to dwell in sin. If you do fall, make sure you repent quickly and don't stay in sin. Amen. Don't stay in the place where you feel condemned with what you have done because God is merciful and faithful to forgive. So if you have fallen, rise up quickly and, and come back to the Lord and say, God, I'm sorry, have mercy on me so that you can stay within the grace and the mercy of God. But if you disobey and you move from sin to wickedness and from wickedness to iniquity, then you will come to the place where Joel has to speak to these people in this way. And so Joel had, sp had spoken to the people. If you go to verse 4, it, you know, it, verse 3 talks about how God would send his great army to destroy the children of Israel. And then listen to this. Verse 4 says, what the chewing locust has left the swarming locust would eat. And what the swarming locust had left, the crawling locust would come and eat. And what the crawling locust had left, the consuming locust was also going to come and eat. You know, I looked at that and I said, God have mercy. Where God declares that, you know what, you shall be eaten and eaten and eaten and eaten until there is nothing left. So I began to search to say, but God, what is it about these armies and what is it that we must learn and understand in this season as we talk about restoration? And today I want to talk to you about those locusts. I want to talk to you about those locusts because there are some lessons we need to learn. However, I want you to understand that it is also a very prophetic night. The things that you have, do, you have done up to now and, and the things that I've already declared and the prayers that we've already prayed and the worship that we've already worshipped, it is a prophetic night. It is a thing, it is a night where we've declared particular things. The prophecy declares things in. It declares comfort, it declares encouragement, it declares healing. Prophecy declares, you know, the, the grace of God upon people. It, it, prophecy is not about telling you the number of your phone. It's about declaring things that benefit you under God and puts you in line with God's direction and grace. And, and so it is a prophetic night and the things that you have been declaring upon the nation, upon the church, upon the families, and, and soon I, 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 I hope we will have time for you to declare over your life. It is a prophetic night. It is a night which is a defining moment for particular things, but I need you to understand something about the locusts. Amen. And so it, it talks about those locusts. If I read from another version, it, ta it's, it gives particular names to these locusts. You know, the New King James Version gives them the simpler one, the chewing and the, and the, and, and the swarming and so forth. I want to start off with the first one, which is called the chewing locust. The chewing locust are basically, well, no, let me start off with the swarming locust. The swarming locust is, is, is just basically the locust. Who knows a grasshopper? Uh, you know grasshoppers. Uh, you know, these, these usually come in a big swarm. And when they come in a big swarm, what they tend to do is they will eat upon, the, upon whatever is available. They just eat and you'll see when you look upon the trees or upon the leaves, they will just have holes. 
and, and you look upon the grass blades and they just have holes. They just come in a big swarm and land wherever they land and they eat whatever they eat and then they go. And, 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 and God was just helping me to understand the picture and, and I had to, to fully understand also what had happened to the children of Israel because the swarming locusts, just, they just sort of come in in one big go and they eat what they eat and then they leave. And they also just live in one big go. There today, gone tomorrow. But what they leave behind is a thing that you need to understand. And, and, and the, the second type of locust is, the, is, the, is what was called the chewing locust or the palmer worm. The palmer worm, these are like the larvae of the moths. Who knows what a moth is? It's also, it's also in the fam same family as the grasshoppers, but it's, it's like a butterfly, but it's not really a butterfly. You know, butterflies are nice and they look good, and, but these are just ones that you don't like to have. If you ask your little child to, to, to draw, they will not draw this one. They will draw a butterfly with nice colors and nice, nice wings, but this one doesn't look nice. It, in, in ordinary times, it looks a bit scary. But, but, but what they do is they come also and they have before they begin to fly these ones are just like little caterpillars it is a type of caterpillar and they are eating and they just they just chew just chew and what they tend to do is they're not only chewing the leaves they can also chew on the stem sometimes they will chew also on the fruit I want you to pay attention the chewing also on the fruit just chew. And sometimes you might not even see them. You go and you pick up a nice apple. And by the time you start to eat the apple, you, oh, this is inside. <laughs> it's, it's chewed. They're just chewing. Because they, they are getting also not only onto the fabric of things, but also onto the fruit that is being produced. And, and they're just chewing. And they're just chewing. And they're just chewing. And they mainly, they mainly... They are mainly focused upon, upon that which you would see. And, 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 but sometimes they enter into the fruit. And then you've got the third one, which is called the crawling locust, or, or more commonly also known as the, the canker worm. Yeah. Also known as the canker worm. And, and the canker worm, the canker worm, I, I don't know why they call it a worm, you know, but, but it's, it's, it's again almost like a lava. It's again a different type of moths. But then this one really, really takes over. And, and it will just go upon and it really likes the fruit this time. There's something about the fruit. So it's chewing the leaves, it's eating the leaves. And remember, this is coming after the chewing one has chewed. It's coming after the swarming one has swarmed the place and after the chewing one has chewed. And then comes the crawling locust and it just crawls all over and eats whatever is in the path. And, and if there has been fruit upon a tree, you will end up without any fruit. It just leaves you a core that you see there was something that resembled like a fruit, but then the fruit has been eaten. And then there's the last one. The last one. Is, the, is, 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 is what they've just called either the caterpillar or the consuming locust. The caterpillar or the consuming locust. Now this is really 
really the worm-like thing that we all know. Huh? We all know a caterpillar. This one is easy to recognize. Normally, you get to a tree and you see it, it just looks green or white or whatever color of whatever juice it has been eating. Now, this one will just clear out everything. The thing about the consuming locust is called consuming because it clears out everything. If there is no fruit, it eats the, the leaves. If there is no leaves, it eats the stem. And if those, those little branches are no longer there, it goes on to the big stem as well. It can just chew that down as well. So if you had a, a crop, like for example, where, where is anest and your potatoes? This one will eat even the stem to the root. It will just chew it all up until there is nothing to look at. The, the, the first ones will eat the things that are on the periphery and you come and say, ah, let me just spray. These ones will easily be taken care of. The swarming locusts, you could come and drive them away because they will fly the moment you come there. But this one does not fly. It just eats there and stays there. You have to squash it off. But otherwise, it's going nowhere until you've really had to deal with it. It just consumes and in, in, in fact, while, while the locusts, by the time it hears somebody is coming, it begins to fly away. This one just continues to consume. It's not bothered by who's coming. And besides, even if it tried, it's too slow to go anyway. It just chews. Why? Because it's saying, this is now my territory. Now here is the spiritual part that I want you to understand. If you go to 1 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 24 and 25, when, when God, this was a prophecy that was spoken over the children of Israel. In 2 Kings chapter 24, you, you, get, you get one of those stories that Bible scholars have attributed to what, has, what Joel had prophesied in their time. And so they are, they are, you, you can see it in this particular story. There are some scholars that go all the way to even say, you know what, the first set of locusts were just the Assyrians. Then there was the Babylonians under Nebuchadnezzar. And then later on came also again the Iranians, as we know them now, Assyria and all those that came in and began to conquer Israel. And then eventually the Romans that came and cleared everything out of Israel and brought it to, to Italy. I was in Rome and I saw a lot of things and they just said, this one came from Africa. This one came from Israel. This one came. So is the, where else can you find this stone? You find it nowhere else, but it originated from. <laughs> but it's there. They cleared everything, brought it to Italy. Now people travel far and wide, pay lots of money to see these beautiful stones. Why? Because the Romans came, just cleared everything. The consuming locust <laughs> came and consumed everything and brought it, you know. <laughs> that's, one, that's one story. I, the one that, I, that touches my heart with, that is often linked as well to this particular portion of scripture is the story that you'll find in 2 Kings chapter 24. And this is the story of Jehoiakim's reign. If you read verse 1 says, During Jehoiakim's reign, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, invaded the land and Jehoiakim became his vassal for three years. But then he turned against Nebuchadnezzar and rebelled. A vassal is a servant or somebody who is paying tribute, somebody who is laboring for another. Jehoiakim, was the king of Israel. But on the day that the locust came in, in the form of Nebuchadnezzar, the swarming locust, it swarmed and began to take the labor of Jehoiakim and took it away 
to, to, to Babylon. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I don't know what has happened in your life, but there's a place where I believe tonight you need to break away from where you are laboring for another. Oh, where all that you are doing is like a swarming locust is over you. It waits for you to plant and to tender your crop. And by the time you say my crop is almost ready for me to go, it just comes and swarms, just sits there for a moment and goes away. I want you to notice that the Bible says here, Joachim became a servant of Nebuchadnezzar. He, he, he was a vassal of Nebuchadnezzar. In other words, he started to do things according to Nebuchadnezzar's desire. He still had some sort of freedom. Uh, do you, do you, do I speaking, am I speaking to somebody? A servant still has some form of freedom, but he's fully, he's not fully free. You see, a servant will, will, will look at, like we all look at our watches, by 8 o'clock I must be in the office. By 5 o'clock I go out of the office. By 8 o'clock I must be in the office. 5 o'clock I can go out of the office. If it is 4 o'clock, you do not go out of the office unless you have been given permission. Spiritually, somebody needs permission from the devil to do things. And tonight, I need you to rise up and say, Father, restore my freedom. Oh, I don't know who I'm speaking to. But there is a place that you must break free. The swarming locust, God says, I will restore that which the swarming locust has eaten. Tonight, I want you to take hold of that which the swarming locust has been eating. Where you are laboring for another and say, today enough is enough. I no longer will labor for another. I'm going to step into my restoration because it is my year. It is my moment. It is my season for restoration. Wherever you have been giving tribute to another, enough is enough i'm no longer paying taxes to another i am going to start enjoying the fullness of the fruit of my labor when god says and you shall enjoy your fruit he's saying you shall take possession again you shall be the owner of your own things Oh, servanthood in the spirit, I refuse in the name of Jesus. Servanthood in the natural, I refuse in the name of Jesus. Tonight is your night to set something into motion. To say, I'm breaking free from the place where I'm laboring. Swarming locust out of my life in the name of Jesus. Number two. Number two, the Bible goes on. If you, I'm not going to read the whole story, but I'm going to jump to verse 10 of that chapter. Verse 10 says, And at that time the officers of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, advanced on Jerusalem and laid siege to it. My wife was making us pray about the siege. And, and, and I got to hear it so loud in my spirit that the siege is broken for someone. The siege is broken for someone. You see, the, the, the palmer worm or the, or, 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 or the chewing worm what it does is that it just comes in. Like I said, it's like the lover of the moth. So it also just comes in and just sort of stays there. It's not moving so, so much as well. But you know what? The thing that happens is that the lover quickly turns into moths and they fly away. Unlike the caterpillar, the caterpillar just stays there and just consumes there. But this one, it quickly turns into a moth and flies out into the moth and flies away. And, 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 but while it is there, it's there and it chews and it's like takes a siege. 
So if your, if your little farm has been invaded by moths, you are likely to lose it. You might rescue your farm or your portion from the swarming locusts, but the chewing locusts sort of comes in and puts a siege. It takes more effort. Whatever has put a siege around you, it's not only that you are a servant, but you are now confined into a particular space. You see, a servant might say, well, after I'm five o'clock, I can go out and go to my house. And while I'm out of this, my master's house, I can do whatever I want. But when you are under siege, you know, like some of us who live with the maid in the house, you know, the maid can't, can't go out and come in whenever they want. There are no cloaking hours for the maid. They wake 24-7 and sleep 24-7, some, some of them. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So, ah, you eat what we eat. And, you do, and while they are eating, they are waking. While you are sleeping, they are waking. They wake up earlier than you. And sometimes by the time they go out to sleep, you are even calling them, please make sure you put a cup of tea for me. <laughs> While because they are in the confines of your house. There is like a siege. They can't bring whoever they want to bring into the house. They have to get permission. It's like a siege. Whatever siege the devil has put over your life, tonight I want you to say enough is enough. In this year 27, God 17, God restored to me the place which is mine, the place where I'm supposed to be. Everything that the palmer worm has been eating, oh God, enough is enough. And, 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 and so what happened? What happened here was the Bible says that time Nebuchadnezzar put a siege around it. And Nebuchadnezzar himself came to the city while his officers were besieging it. He came to see how secure he had made the city. So the people were stuck in the city. They couldn't come out and they couldn't. Nobody could go in unless they had permission from, from, the, from the king. And not only that, the Bible goes on, verse 12 says, Jehoiakim, king of Judah, his mother, his attendants, his nobles, his officials, all surrendered to him. Perhaps you've surrendered to your situation, but today you must rise. Say, enough is enough. I know it's been tough, but today you must rise. Enough is enough. God sent me today to just lift up somebody to say you can do it again. You can rise up again. You can reclaim your future. You can reclaim your dream. You can reclaim that which God has spoken to you. All you need to do is say, Father, tonight enough is enough. Rescue me. Restore me, Lord, to my kingship. Joachim left his kingship. He surrendered his kingship. He's his mother surrendered, his attendant surrendered, his noble surrendered. He had an army that just surrendered and said, we will be with you. And so what did Nebuchadnezzar do? He took them away from the place which was theirs, took them as slaves. Took them away to be slaves. But tonight, whatever has enslaved you, spirit, soul, and body, you're breaking free in the name of Jesus. This year, I'm breaking free. I refuse to stay in the siege of Nebuchadnezzar, in the siege of the palmer worm, in the siege of the swarming locust. I refuse in the name of Jesus. You need to rise up. You need to see yourself out of this place. Tonight is your night to take hold of that which has been holding you down. Say, in the name of Jesus, I'm coming out. 
And so, and so, and so Nebuchadnezzar took them away. They surrendered. And, and he took them as prisoners. Whatever prison that you are in, you are coming out. You are coming out. And not only this, you see the palmer worm begins to feed not only on the, on the leaves, but it begins also to take away the things that could have allowed you to bear fruit. You see, around the leaves tends to be the places where the buds come out. And this worm is eating everything also around there because those also have a lot of nutrients. And it's eating those things so that you cannot bear fruit. You can't bear fruit when you're in prison. You cannot bear fruit when you are bound. You cannot bear fruit when you are in shackles. It's only when you are free. And, and here I need to help somebody that it is a state of mind that you need to be in to be able to bear fruit even in tough times. I'm going to speak when I talk about flourishing, about how Joseph could flourish in the prison. It is about the state of mind. But if your mind is in prison, you cannot bear fruit. If your body is in prison, you cannot bear fruit. If your mindset is in a stronghold, you cannot bear fruit. And so today you need also to rise and say every mindset, every stronghold, every thinking, everything that has put me in a prison where they said it can't. You see, some people are just not doing it because you were told it can't. But tonight I want you to know it can I know they've said it's difficult. I want you to know. No things are possible if you can believe. They've said you can't make it. I want you to begin to tell yourself, I can make it. They said you can't be this. You want you to be tell yourself, I will be that. Or rather not, I will be. I am. I am. You need to declare. Declare it. Declare it. You see, because a siege puts you in a place where you only see failure, where you are supposed to see success, but it is your year of success. It is your year to retumble and say, it's my year. I will restore to you that which the palmer worm has eaten. Every siege, every siege is broken. The crawling locusts tends to feed not only on the leaves, but also on the fruit. Your fruit, you have labored, but there is no fruit. You have worked hard, but there is nothing to show for it. Oh, fruitfulness is returning. I said fruitfulness is returning. You have worked so hard, and there are no wages. Your wages are coming back. Your wages are coming back. You see, I, I see the picture of the day. After 400 years of labor, it doesn't matter how long you've labored. Your foot is coming. Tell your neighbor, my foot is coming. After, after they'd stayed for many years under the rulership of Egypt, and they'd not been given wages, and they'd been working and building pyramid after pyramids. If you go to Egypt, the pyramids are beautiful. And they had been building pyramid after pyramid. Egypt became great because of the Israelite slaves. They became so great because they were just cheap labor. In fact, they paid nothing. They were just told work. And even when they said this work is too heavy, they said we will make it heavier. When Moses came and said release the people, Pharaoh said I will double the work they have to do. I will not even help them anymore, but they must not stop working. Target is target. Oh, and you are working hard. They have increased your job. They have increased your responsibilities, but the salary is not increased. I was reading a story of a sister. Say, one time I was a bank manager, but my salary in Zimbabwe dollars in those days was equivalent to 40 US dollars. And I said, my God, manager, 40 US dollars. 
I can't go to work and come back with 40 US dollars. I need more than that every day to go to work and come back. And this is one month's salary, 40 US dollars. And the person stands and says, I'm a bank manager, goes to work in a tie. But because the worm was eating, but today I see it turning around. Amen. This year I see it turning around. And it is not a turning around for just a few months. It is a turning around for the wages that have not been given to you for years. Somebody, God is about to put you in a different place. It's like he's going to throw you to another place. He's going to lift you up from where you've been and set you up where you look back and say, ah, was it me that was receiving just 40 US dollars for a month? You will forget because what you will be getting now Somebody will be saying, hey, how I wish I had that for 10 years. That is what you're going to be talking about. I'm prophesying if you don't say. Uh, but, 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 but you see, the, the worm eats and goes to the fruit. So that, you know, no matter how much the plant, how much you have sprayed but be, and, and try to get rid of it, it has eaten the fruit already. It has eaten the fruit already. So in the end, there is nothing to show for it. But God, but God. <laughs> and so the Bible says in verse 14, you know, after Nebuchadnezzar carried them all into exile, all the officers and all the fighting men and all the skilled workers and all the artisans, a total of 10,000. Can you imagine? All the good ones. So that in the end, there is nothing to show for it but God. But God says, I will restore. I will restore. God is about to restore you. What they'd taken away from you. What they'd grabbed away from you. Now all the skill they'd taken away from you, it's coming back. All the labor they made you to work, it's coming back. Tell your neighbor, it's coming back. It's coming back. Your portion is a double portion in the name of Jesus. Not only that, I don't know how double portion is. He's going to repair you double for the years. Double for the years. And, and, and so, and, and let me give you the last one because I need you to pray. I need you to pray. You will pray everything in one go. And the last one is the caterpillar, the consuming locust. You know, sometimes, you know, it, 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 it comes to a place where everything is completely destroyed and there is nothing left. Let me show you what Nebuchadnezzar did. Second chapter, chapter 25. You need to go to chapter 25, verse 6. You see, so Nebuchadnezzar has captured again uh, who he had taken, the sons and the sons. So he started off with Joachim and Joachim. Jehoiakim and then Zedekiah, and now he says he was taken also uh, into Babylon at Ribla, where his sentence was pronounced on him. Verse seven, the Bible says they killed his sons, the sons of Zedekiah, before his eyes. I, I, I was trying to imagine somebody just stabbing, Anotida stabbing Hilo while I'm watching. That's what they did for him. And after they just killed his sons, and he didn't have just one or two sons; he had many. One after the other. Say, look, man. Killed. Sometimes your dream has been killed right before your eyes. But there's a resurrection. Says I'm the resurrection and the life. Something is going to resurrect. And perhaps your hope has been dented. And you think, oh, there is no more hope. There is hope. 
I'm here to tell somebody there is hope. Perhaps they have, they have said, this one is not for you. Forget it. I'm here to tell you, don't forget it. Don't forget it. There is, it. It is for you. If God says it's yours, it's yours. It doesn't matter what man says. If you believe it, all things are possible. If it's yours, it's yours. And, 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 and perhaps they've said, now you are too old. I'm here to tell you, with God, there is no too old. Even Sarah laughed and she had a baby and she called him laughter. You know, Isaac means laughter. Because she laughed when she heard God say, by this time, you will have a baby. <laughs> this, this man have eaten too much. Say, why is your wife laughing? Says, ah, me. I didn't laugh. Say, we heard you laughing. Laughter came in the form of a baby. You will laugh. Ah. Where they said it's too late. You will laugh. Why? Because God is a God who works in his time and in his seasons. And he says, I will restore the years. I will restore the years. So if that is the answer they gave you last year, if it is a word from God, he's going to restore the years. I don't have time to tell you all the testimonies I could have told you with each of these locusts. But God says, I will restore the years. You're not married yet and you're thinking, ah, it's time is run out. God will restore. <laughs> I can't tell you the testimonies. I wish I had time. But we need, we need to finish soon. I need you to pray. Are you ready to pray? Yes. I just want you to, to pray in, a, in, in whatever way. If I were you, I'd pray in a militant way <laughs> tonight. And proclaim and declare. Because sometimes, you see, I, I've been in a field which was infested with locusts. You don't go there with a smile. You go there to deal with those things. You don't go into, into a field where you need to clear out the moths. You don't go laughing. You go there angry because you're saying, if I don't get rid of them, my harvest is gone. Even when, the, when, the guy, when they tell you to spray five liters, you feel like spraying 50 because you say, my harvest is gone. So you go there with a with a force. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and it is the violent that take it by force. You, you, need, to, you need to think like an Al-Qaeda to bomb everything and everything. Say, if I die, I die. But whatever it is, my cause must be, must be one. No, that's how those guys are thinking. That the cause is greater. I don't know if your cause is greater. I, and David says, is there not a cause is there not a reason so i need you to stand i need you to stand and pray with me because here the bible says they killed his sons in front of his eyes and, and, and then after he had, they had made him see his uh, his children dying do you know what they did they took out also his eyes says your eyes have seen enough took them out whatsoever vision that has been killed oh my God, God, restore my vision is the prayer you will pray. Father, restore my vision. You see, sometimes you may have gone through something that is so heartbreaking like seeing your children die. 
but 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 even the vision that you that has been taken away you can be like samson today the bible says of samson that on the day of his death he killed more philistines than he had killed when he was when he was still active and he still had his eyes why because he prayed a prayer to say father if only you can have mercy restore to me the power that i had and so he took hold of the pillars and shook the pillars and brought the house down and say if I die, I die today. But let victory be for the Israelites. The Bible says in the moment of his restoration, he conquered more than he had ever conquered in the whole of his life. I don't know what it is, but somebody is about to conquer. Somebody is about to take hold. All you need to do is pray and say, Father, restore to me that which the locust has eaten. The crawling locust or the chewing locust or the swarming locust. Whatever curse that has put you in a siege, I break it today. Whatever bondage that has taken hold of you, my Father, my God, in the name of Jesus, tonight, I break free from it. I want you to pray this prayer. I want you to pray this prayer and take hold. Whatever you know that has set you back, whatever they said, So what if you remember what they said, they said you are not educated enough. I want you to challenge it today in the name of Jesus and say, God, I will become also a PhD I will be the best that I must be in the name of Jesus. When they said this one is not for you, but if God has said it is for you, I want you to take it and say, Father, whatever they've seized, whatever they've put a seizure, I'll break it in the name of Jesus. Everything that has been eaten up, my hope that was eaten up, my, my, my joy that has been eaten up, my peace that has been eaten up, restore to me, restore to me in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Men that I will shaka oh the years of my famine I declare over you the years of your famine are over the years of your famine are over declare it the years of my famine where I've labored for another and not ripped anything where I've gone hungry where I've gone without Jesus this year my Lord thank you that my story is changed Thank you that my story is changed. Ah, Makatole Bokoseta, every prison that I am in. Thank you, Jesus, that you take me out, that you get me out of that prison in the name of the Lord Jesus. Makale Poshete Lebeka Sandarara Shaka, Reba Baba Baba Babo Shekandalara Bokose, Ribo Bobo Sete Lebeko Sotoloroboshe, Ria Baba 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 Zandololobo Shekata. Pray against the spirit that is spoken and has been saying you are too late you are too late you are too late I'm here to tell you tonight that you are not late God is not late in your life but he can restore the years he will restore the years say father restore the years restore the years in the name of the Lord Jesus in the name of the Lord Jesus, my God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my God. 
Say everything that has been destroyed in my life by the enemy, Father, restore. Pray and say, Father, restore. Everything that has been destroyed in your life, every confidence that has been destroyed in your life, every material possession that has been taken away from you, Father, restore. In the name of the Lord Jesus, in Jeremiah, God says, I will restore to you your health again. Say, Father, restore my health. Restore my health that has been taken by the enemy. You are sick all the time. You are living on pills. You are living on medication. Father, restore to me my health. Restore my health that has been taken by the enemy. In the name of the Lord Jesus, say, Devil, I rebuke you out of my life. I reject this prison. In the name of Jesus, Oh, be healed. Oh, be healed. Oh, be healed. He says, I will restore to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Health in the name of Jesus. I will heal your wounds, says the Lord. I will restore health to you. I will heal your wounds in the name of Jesus. Be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Devil, I command you. Demon, I command you to lose your hold. Back pains and stomach pains and kidney pains and in the name of Jesus and foot pains, I command you to lose your hold. In the name of the Lord Jesus, headaches and migraines, I command you to go. Heart disease and, and chest pains, I command you to go. In the name of the Lord Jesus, every wound in your life, I speak healing. I speak healing. Every emotional wound where you have been wounded, I speak restoration. 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 Come on, pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Where you have been cheated, where you have been cheated, where you have been hurt, I speak restoration today. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, say, Father, restore double for the years, restore double for the years. In the name of Jesus, restore double for the years. Claim it for yourself. Claim it for your family. Claim it for your children. Claim it for your wife. Claim it for your husband. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Restore unto me double, O God, for the years. Let me flourish from this day onwards. Let me flourish in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Mandala Baba Baba Cosete Lebeke, Eraba Baba Baba Bosco in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord. My God, I bless your name. I worship you, Jesus. Thank you, my God. I want you to hold the hand of your neighbor. I'm just going to pray for everybody right now. I, 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 I want to declare upon you. I want to declare upon you Jeremiah chapter 30. And verse 17 says, For I will restore health to you 
and heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. And because they called you an outcast, saying, This is Zion, no one seeks for you. Thus says the Lord, Behold, I will bring back the captivity of Jacob's tents and have mercy on his dwelling places. The city shall be built upon its own mound and the palace remain according to its own plan. Whatever plan that the Lord has for your life, God is saying it shall come to pass. The palace shall be its own plan. And he says, I will build it upon its own mound, its own mountain, its own place. You will not be built upon another, but upon your own place, your own place. Say my own place and my own plan according to God's plan. I will be built. I am built. I am built. I am healed. I am restored. I am restored. I am flourishing. I am flourishing. I am flourishing. In the name of Jesus. Father, let it be so. According to your word. Father, where nobody has sought them. I thank you that they will be sought after. In the name of Jesus. Where they were called outcast. From today, they shall be the sought after. In the name of Jesus. Lord, they shall be the beauty of their generation. We will be the beauty of our time. Because we flourish in your restoration thank you father in jesus name we pray let somebody shout hallelujah if you believe in the victory that the lord has given you